Hi, Don Thompson here with another podcast for you today. And what I'd like to do with this podcast is discuss a very interesting topic related to limitless awareness and what limitless awareness can mean to you from a mindful perspective. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll just go through some thoughts regarding this topic, uh, keying off of uh, some of the work of Sean Fargo, mindfulness teacher Sean Fargo. And then I'll lead us through a meditation and then we'll wind up uh, with some considerations, things to think about related to the meditation. We commonly identify with our thoughts and emotions. This is really the default behavior of most human beings. We think our ideas and our emotions make us who we are. It's a a type of identification. And in today's world where identity becomes important, identification with ideas and emotions also becomes important. And um, so what we're proposing with mindfulness is to give that a rest a little bit Uh, Not to give it up, because identity is an important thing, but for us also to consider that we can take a step back from those things that we identify with and and look at ourselves from a little bit different perspective, mindfully, you might say. So even when unintended, this mode of thinking uh, related to the emotions or our ideas, our thoughts, can lock us into a particular emotion or perspective far too long. And it might contribute to our, um, you know, ruminating or obsessing over a particular thought. But what about when our ideas change? Or if we look back and relate new, different emotions to past experiences when reflecting on them months or years later? This is all part of growth. When we identify, um, you know, we, we become stuck, really, in thinking or feeling one way. We limit our growth. We limit ourselves through this process of identification. So our thoughts and emotions are important and necessary elements of human life. And it's important to have an identity. I'm, I'm not saying that identity is not important. But... I'm asking you to consider that we're not really defined by our thoughts and emotions in terms of identity. Uh, It might be somewhat misplaced, you might say. Rather, we are limitless awareness across which these thoughts and emotions move and dance. You might say we can shift our identity from a smaller identity, a more limited identity, to a more limitless identity. So the idea here is the mind is always in motion. It's always moving from one thought to the next, from one emotion to the next. So our thoughts and our emotions are like weather or like clouds in the sky. They change like the weather in the sky. The weather comes and it goes. The sky, though, remains stable. It remains this vast and infinite presence that is really unchanging in a way. So the idea here is to 
identify more with the sky, to identify with your spacious and infinite sky-like awareness. And this awareness carries within it an infinite potential. And when you recognize this potential, you can free yourself from a fixed identity of who you are. And you, be, you can really become whoever you'd like to be. You can open up a new world of potential for yourself simply by shifting your focus of identity. What is it that you truly are? Are you a limited identity? Or are you infinite potential? So let's go ahead and step through a meditation related to this infinite awareness. I invite you to take a seat in a quiet place where you're free from distractions. I would suggest going ahead and setting a timer for five, perhaps seven or even ten minutes to set aside for this meditation and to commit to it. So now with your eyes closed, I invite you to gaze down or have your eyes closed and to turn your attention to your breath. I invite you to watch your breath with approximately 25% of your mind's effort. With the other 25% of your effort, I invite you to activate a second part of your mind and to pay attention to whether or not you are still watching your breath. Let's call the second part of the mind the witness or the observer. And this witness part of the mind notices that your attention has wandered. And so when you notice that, you just want to return to the breath. After a while, you notice there's even a third part of the mind. And that third part of the mind is an observer of the observer, you might say. And notices when the second part of the mind is really not doing its job, you might say. You could even consider there is a fourth part of the mind, which watches the third part, which was watching the second part, and so on. And the idea here is that the observer has levels and is really infinite and is constantly asked or prompted to, or can be prompted to, observe the observer. And this is important because we're asking the observer to be mindful and if we are mindful of our mindfulness, that's pretty powerful. It pretty much guarantees that we, our mind will not wander as long as we can keep the mindfulness alive and observe whatever's happening. As the mind loses track of these successive observers, You're invited then to relax and rest in spaciousness. So the conclusion is, is you can't continue on splintering into more and more observers. You need to rest or can rest. You're invited to rest. 
in a simple spaciousness, a spaciousness that's equivalent to the sky that we mentioned before, the blue sky, the spacious sky. So I invite you to remain in this spaciousness and with your breath for a few more minutes. And uh, I'll give it a couple of minutes on, on this uh, talk, but of course you can do it longer later. And then we'll talk a little bit about what did you notice. Now, I'd like you to consider, uh, once you feel comfortable that you've come out of your meditation, I'd like you to consider, or asking you to consider, what did you notice? And to, you know, think about what your experience was with the meditation in general. And to notice any differences between the mind that watches the breath and the mind that notices whether or not you're still watching the breath. In other words, the difference between the mind that's watching the breath and the mind that's looking at that observer, that's observing the observer. And just consider a moment if you were able to actually work with this third part of the mind. I mean, did it actually work for you? Were you able to split off this part of the mind to be able to observe the observer and to observe that which is witnessing the breath. And how, how far back were you able to ratchet your attention with these observers? Do you feel like you can continue to ratchet it back or, or do you want to? Would you rather just let it go and rest in the spaciousness? And what did it feel like to rest and relax in spaciousness? What did that, what did that feel like? What was that experience like? Can you think of any 
benefits that might come from being in such a state of spaciousness. Do you think you could hold on to this feeling of spaciousness and still watch the breath, or do you think that they conflict, that you can't do one and the other at the same time? And finally, I'm asking you to reflect on how your day would be different if you remember this feeling of spaciousness throughout your day. If you really became aware of what it means to say that awareness is infinite, that your potential is infinite. So to sum up, the idea here is that we really limit ourselves by thinking we're just one thing. One person who has a set of ideas and emotions or tendencies. We each have our habits. And, uh, you know, what I'm asking you to realize is our habits are really not our habits. Our thoughts are not our thoughts. Our emotions are not our emotions. These are really like energy, really, that are in continual motion. When left to do their own thing, they will change and dissipate over time. So our own potential for change increases when we recognize that we are more than just our current state of being. We are the awareness of our state of being and that awareness is infinite and spacious. By identifying more with the spaciousness and less with our um, smaller identity, we identify less with these, you know, you might call them energetic pulses of the mind and the emotions. And we experience really uh, limitlessness in terms of our potential for growth and creativity, I might add. I think I've seen a lot of writers and creatives that are limited. They, they sort of box themselves in in a particular way. And uh, this can be seen as a good thing by some people, but it also can be limiting. So I've, I've seen this in creativity that limited ideas can lead to limited creativity. So I thank you for listening. Uh, this is, I believe, a really fruitful and wonderful exercise in contemplating your limitless potential, your spaciousness, the sky-like nature of awareness. So until the next time, talk to you soon.